0: back it is tape don't lie it's your favorite podcast favorite channel favorite raiders everything you guys already know what to do subscribe 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 hit the subscribe button hit the like button if you like it hit the dislike button if you dislike it leave a comment if you like it leave hey leave a comment if you dislike it i know some of you guys will you always got some so make sure you leave that comment too let us know all right also my oh man panda supplements go to Discount code TDL for 35% off. Very, very good products. Uh, Just took a little of his uh, green tea, put me on a great nap. One of the best naps I've had in a minute. So definitely check out that product. All right. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're here to talk about the schedule. And, you know, do a little Keenan Cole, Matthew Butler look kind of look. And break it down that way. So, BD, how you feeling? Oh, I'm sorry. Last day. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at BD Williams eighteen. How you feeling, BD?
1: Feeling great, man. Feeling gr- feeling great. You know, there's uh, some interesting things happening in, in Raider Nation recently, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, we didn't even talk about this in the pre show, but this whole Mark Davis thing, uh, yeah that that that's messy for the organization. Um, I mean, it. You know how these things work. Yeah, no one's going to get in enough. trouble, but it, it's still a good, it's still a bad look. Still a bad look for the Raiders. Yeah, it's a real bad look.
0: Uh, also, I mean, I, it was good to read. It wasn't like pure sexual harassment because I thought that was going to be It was just him just being a a bad owner. <laughs> that's, I, which, I mean, yeah, in a, in a bad workplace environment, just from being a bad owner and like you know checks bouncing and stuff like that. And you know, I, you know, some people are feeling like they can't move up, and those situations are definitely true. And you know, you know, going through those experiences yourself, you, you understand that. So, um, but, but if, if it was like like actual woman harassment that yeah, you've been out of here, so I, it, it's basically just he's he's Mark Davis, basically. It's basically what I read with that article. So
1: yeah, and and I mean. It's, it's not a corporation, you know what I'm saying, where it's yeah. like there's all these like steps and the ladder is there and how you like get, get your promotion. It's like this is the Raiders. It's literally a family business. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't get promoted, I mean, it's it's on the guy who writes the checks here, you know. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, we don't have to talk too much about that. Yeah. Another, another thing happened, okay. right? The schedule came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Never. we got it on the ticker right here. If you're watching, if you're listening, we're gonna read it out. Don't worry, you know. Um, so, how do you want to go about this? We want to talk about the schedule. Just go through each one and then talk about the games that stick out to us. What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> let's talk about the games that stick out to us first, and then maybe talk about some of the smaller games. So, um, I think the thing that sticks out to me first is that we play the AFC West three times before the bye, so we yeah. figure out. Well, basically, the Raiders get a chance to see how they stack up against those uh, AFC West teams. Um, I I think that that would be a good sign to see where they are. And I I I think they're going to at least do well against two of those teams. So I I, I, I see. Yeah, because usually, you know, Patriots teams, they start off slow. All right. So. We'll see how they gather themselves and kind of figure out what kind of team they are. So I don't, I don't, I don't expect them to come out like four and zero or something like that. I think they kind of have to kind of figure it out at the beginning. But I think, I think they're a good enough team. Well, where they'll probably make it to like three and two uh, through those first five weeks. So <clears throat> what do you think, PD?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree that the first part of the schedule is definitely tough sledding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's divisional matchups. Right, so it's not saying yeah. that the Raiders, you know, aren't competitive against these teams necessarily, but it's it's in the division; it's a toss up every time, um, you know. So I, I expect it to be you no know, different this year. Raiders going to trade games with with some of these teams, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But um, I think after the bye, looking at week seven in Houston, mm-hmm. week eight in New Orleans, week nine. At Jacksonville, week 10, got uh, Indianapolis Colts at home. And then week 11 in Denver, week 12 in Seattle. To me, that middle part of the schedule is super winnable. Like the Raiders should go (laughs) in there, handle business in the middle of the season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: uh, I 100% agree with that. Uh, Because, I mean, even if you look at it on paper, they are better than those teams. So... Um, Houston, they're better. They're on paper. I mean, you could argue the Saints maybe, but I would say no. They, they lost Marcus Williams, and so they had to replace that on the back end. And That was a big key to their whole defense because for allowing them, to, allowing them to play the two high stuff that Dennis Allen likes to play, and allow them to move, move him around. Oh
1: come on! I mean, yeah. with the Saints, it's Sean Payton's out. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's it, yeah. So we don't know who the Saints are going to be. They might be, they might be really good, you know.
0: And, and, and let's be honest, Raiders fans, we saw Dennis Allen as a coach. I mean, I don't know. We saw, him. Maybe, maybe, we saw. Maybe him. he's a better defense coordinator. Maybe he changed. We're saying the same things about Josh McDaniels, but he at least went eight and eight. As you know, a coward. So,
1: right. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> at least went eight and eight with no, he, I mean, across the Palmer, bro. I, I feel like Josh McDaniels was a little better across Palmer. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I think they have a chance to to really get off to a really good start this season, and then to be prepared for. Uh, the last slate because I think the Chargers could probably be a better team because I think by then they're had, they gonna had fire Joel Lombardi, um, and <laughs> put a real office, a real NFL offense coordinator in there by then. If Brandon Staley wants to keep his job at least, because th- that's okay. gonna be their problem, is they got Joel Lombardi. Um, the Rams are gonna be damn good, they're gonna be good again. I, I think the Patriots are gonna be good. You can't, that's gonna be a Philip uh, like Beltrick's gonna have the game circled,
1: yes. So is so so I, McDaniels, I, 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 McDaniels I even more so.
0: I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough game, man. I feel like they're going to lose that game because I feel Ooh. like Bill, B- Bill's thinking about – he's thinking about Denver 9 They're going to go back and do that one. That would be awesome. Bro. But Pittsburgh, <laughs> that's just going to be like a – Oh, Mackin reception game. But I'm surprised they didn't do that on the anniversary of that. I think that was kind
1: of – Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: That's probably like my own only problem with the schedule is that they didn't do that – For
1: um, the anniversary of the Tucker Roll? Yeah. uh, No, the Immaculate Reception. The uh, Immaculate Reception, Reception, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: that I I might be wrong on that, but I think they should have mixed it up on that. So
1: it's interesting. I I didn't think about it like that. Um, Last two games on the schedule San Francisco, the 49ers coming to Vegas. Mm -hmm. These teams can play again because. They can have a game outside of the Bay Area now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I still think it's gonna be rowdy. That's gonna be the rowdiest game of the year, especially if the Raiders are in playoff contention at this point. Oh, for sure. That's so. That's gonna be that's gonna be a serious game. And then Week 18, Kansas City, TBD. If everything goes to plan, mm-hmm. that one gets flexed into primetime, right? Week yeah. 18 gets Kansas City at home.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Um... Can't, uh, that'd be a big game for them. To, I, I wouldn't say like getting to the playoffs because I think they're going to be a playoff team pretty easily. I, I think they're going to they're going to make the playoffs pretty easy, in my opinion. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might, maybe that comes back to bite me as a Raiders media, whatever this is, you know, or you know, film breakdown guy, whatever. Yeah, right? right? That might come back to bite me. But I, 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 I feel very confident about this team just because, you know, they weren't as good as they are last year and they made the playoffs. So, and I, you know, I think Derek Carr is a lot more locked in. And then, you know, Derek Warren could be locked in. Devontae Adams is going to be locked in. I think the offense is going to be really good um, no matter what. Um, and I think the defense is going to be a lot better than we think. So, I think they're going to be <clears throat> at, at least in the playoff hunt by the end of the season. But I think the KC game would be for probably a little bit more than that. You know who? Who knows if they come up with that game as Patrick Mahomes late in the season? Him and Travis Kelsey—they turn it on late. They know when they are they're, they're, i mean—they're veterans over there. I mean, it's kind of like the, the Warriors. You know, what I mean, like yeah, oh, the Warriors are putting it down. But look at them—they're in the championship. They're the third seed, but because they've been there before, they—they've been through the, the the end of the season. They know how they know how to get there. You know, the Raiders—they learned how to win last year, which I think was a good thing. And I, I think it will come back in the season of, of that young core. So. Come back that learned how to win it together. So, this is a big thing.
1: Oh, of course, of course. I mean, um, de- definitely keeping as much of continuity together. That's something that um, is missing in today's NFL because, you know, free agency and there's, you know, the game is getting so is even more violent and, you know, there's going to be injuries, you know, left and right. But, you know, the teams that stick together, I think, are the teams that you <clears throat> continually see. Yeah, man, it's just
0: looking back to this. Sorry to interrupt you, but just look at the schedule, man. This has got to be the easiest schedule they've had in years. Good Lord.
1: They say it's supposed to be um, the uh, strength of schedule is pretty high on this one, they say. They,
0: they, they play the AFC West, though, and the, the NFC West, so of course it is. They had, what,
1: um,
0: I mean, they had three playoff teams last year, so based on the, I mean, both, so the, the NFC West had three playoff teams. And you know the, the I mean the charters went nine and eight, KC went twelve and five, and you know even Denver, Tennessee went twelve and five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then New England went ten and seven, Pittsburgh went nine and eight. So yeah, it's a tough schedule, <laughs> but
1: these teams on paper in twenty twenty two
0: it's a little different,
1: you know. How many How many season. games? Let's go through this. Okay. How many games are for sure wins, for sure W's? For sure, okay?
0: <laughs> I, I, I never said it. I can't say that. I can't I can't say that. I, I'll say. I got you. I, I got they you. Where did she be favored? Okay. How about that? Let's say
1: no, that. no, you want to do that? I mean, come on. That's that's just like we're just gonna say half the games. <laughs> I, I for sure week seven against Houston. Yeah, they got at that. home after a bye week for sure. If they don't win that one, if they don't win that one. Josh yeah. McDaniels ain't, ain't the real deal. Okay? No, he's not. He's not at Jacksonville. I don't care who their coach is. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they got to beat Jacksonville. Yeah, they got to beat Jacksonville. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like that they're playing the, uh, the the AFC South. I like that. Yeah, I'll take that.
0: I think they got to beat Indy at home too. I, I think that's good. Uh, Indy's going to have, of course, the hype and the, the
1: great coaching, but
0: I'm know, not going to say
1: like, Indy is okay. a is a definite one because who knows what matt ryan we see if he's rejuvenated you know what i'm he saying would, if he go, comes out there playing his best ball when they got the running attack that they have they could be dangerous and he could be super dangerous
0: I, I think with older quarterbacks like matt ryan he's gonna go over to the, the colts he's gonna just go boom but it's more about what he does as the year goes on because he's an older quarterback that's what you got to watch old old with the quarterbacks like 37, 38, <clears throat> especially if they go to like a new uh, team. I mean, he's, he's, he's gonna be, he's gonna be happy. He's gonna be refreshed. Just he got some good players around him. Um, and he got that great line for the first time and his, <laughs> he's had in like years. So he, he's gonna be refreshed. It's just how, how do they finish the year? Um, uh, with him playing quarterback. So I, I, I expect the Raiders to be getting hot at that point and Indy to kind of be going down a little. So, we'll see. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the last point that I want to make, going back to you talking about how they're playing the AFC West in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Okay, early, like in uh, week five, week <clears> four, <throat> and, and week one, AFC West. I think that that goes in the Raiders' favor big time because yeah. these other teams, yeah, Denver's they have a new coaching staff. Okay, but for Kansas City for, for Los Angeles, you know, um, they're having to, they're gonna have to figure out early on, like, okay, what is the Raiders' sch- uh, schematic identity, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, especially the Chargers week one, you know, they're gonna be going into it blind, you know. <laughs> we're not though. That's the thing, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> we already put a game plan hey what did we do last year to stop you and, you know, and how about we switch it up because I mean that's the game because if the Chargers are smart which I know Brandon Staley is they're going to be watching the game they played against the Patriots last year that's the game they're probably going to be watching and they're, they're probably going to try to expect that type of scheme to come against them because I mean that's what I would do I guess so I feel like Brandon Staley he is a smart guy he's a smart coach I think you could try to take that approach, but who? we don't know what they're going to do because they're such an adjusting team. Nobody knows except them. Yeah. So that's yeah. the scary part. So that's why I think But they, they do sometimes start off slow, but maybe, I mean, I think you're, you're onto something that maybe it, it is good for them to play some of these teams early because I think Arizona's going to be down a little bit. Um, they're not going to be as strong. I mean, they're not going to have Hopkins, right? So, so we yeah. got them, we got Hopkins, they lost Kirk. So, basically, we got Marquise Brown and uh, AJ Green, I think, right? I, I think they finally brought back Green, right? And then, and they never really, really have the best line, they never really address it. Um, and then you know, Kyle Murray, you know how I feel about Kyle, just get your hands up, guys. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be jumping like they did with the Patriots, did uh, <laughs> back in the day. All so, right.
1: all right, screw it, screw it. Week two, Arizona, definite win, definite win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I need games. that. I need
1: that. Just, just cause I'm, I'm from, from, I'm from,
0: uh, uh yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go, I might have to bring, you know, bring some people with me, you know what I mean? he i to have to go up there and have them watch yeah. that loss in, in person. So, um, I, 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 think that the sneaky one is Denver. Cause I think Russell Wilson's gonna have a good start too. He always does. And especially because we, I think we, cause we talked about, you know, the Chargers. And Kansas City, we, everybody already knows what they do, right? We don't know what Denver's going to do, really. Are yeah. they going to run the ball, or is or is Russell Wilson getting his Drew Brees moment when he's going to get to throw the ball six hundred fifty times? We don't know that yet. Um, so it could be yes. both. I mean, they, they could they could come out gunning it. And, and Russell Wilson, he, you know, I feel about him. I still think he's a top four quarterback. A lot of people will try to throw him off, but he had a good end. He had a uh, he played really well to end the year last year. I think that he's going to come out with a hot start. It's more about him with the end of the year. And we'll see how that goes. You know, teams figure out what they're trying to do and how to stop him again. But I think he's going to be a little dangerous. That's kind of the game that's a, a sneaky loss for me. Um, okay.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I I, mean, think um, we got, we got to figure out. we got to figure out a few things about that team. But, yeah, on paper, they're definitely – situated pretty well i mean i guess jerry judy has some legal troubles but um it sounds like that's not going to be impact yeah. his availability too much um Corlin sutton i'm guessing is coming back he still plays for them right he didn't get like traded i didn't miss that or anything yeah, right yeah, Cortland Corlin sutton's on there on, on that team right yeah no, it's, so, it's,
0: it's a wide receiver twos over there everybody loves
1: it's yeah i mean i, I like Corlin Sutton winning outside the numbers you know I'm not, never be really big on uh, Jerry Judy. I don't like Tim Patrick, so I don't get the love that that wide receiver group gets. But, yeah, it's not, like, the worst wide receiver group. They got some good backs. They got Russell Wilson. They yeah. got a legit defense, you know, um, up and down, you know, DBs um, and defensive linemen there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, on paper, it looks really good. So, but we'll see about the scheme and how it all meshes together. We'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like Kansas City early on in the year. I like I like getting a win against them. I'm not going to say the guaranteed dub dub or anything like that, but I think that the Raiders can can steal a win from L.A. and from Kansas City early on in the year because they're going to be coming out with such a new identity. So yeah. they, I think they have a better chance early on in the year winning against those teams. The, the Titans game is an L, though. That's
0: us go ahead and mark that as an L. Mike Vrabel, he's gonna bring it to his little buddy. <laughs> Tell you that. That's gonna be. That's not gonna be. That's gonna be a game, like because because that's what I see. I, I see them losing to Tennessee and Denver, and that's those the Tennessee game's gonna be ugly, and the Denver one's gonna be close, and everybody's gonna be like, well, "Can we win with Derek? And they're be like two and two. Can't wait for those conversations. Okay. All right, uh, you're, you're, you're already getting ready for it. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm um, getting ready for the, for the
1: <laughs> after the hot, after the two of those start. Talked about Patriots. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, real quick, week fourteen, week fourteen, Rams. Okay, Go, yeah. going up against the defending um, Super Bowl champions. Yeah uh at their house, I mean, Los Angeles to Vegas, it's not that big of a trip. It's the best road trip you could do. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Name a name a better one in terms of proximity, you know, like um I guess Philly to to New York, that's pretty close too. So, but it's a road atmosphere. The Raiders fans are going to be there. I don't know. I think You know, there's probably a better chance than a lot of people are giving the Raiders right now at this point. Yeah. So circle that one, Raider Nation. I think that that one's going to be a fun one.
0: The only thing I'll say about the Rams, I mean, they're probably the only close to dominant football team in the NFL. There is no dominant football team right now. That's why, you know, I I think the NFL right now is up, up for grabs because there is no dominant football team. You mean, like, there's no team like, oh, man, that's scary. Like, you know, we were, we were scared of some of those Chiefs teams the last couple of years. We we're like, oh, man, how do you stop this team? You know, they got all these players on the team, all these great players. So um, now, I mean, if you think about it, there's no, like, oh, this team is just loaded. And the only team that you can think of is the Rams, right? Um, so kind of from that perspective, that's going to be a, – a, a, it'll be a, a litmus test game type of game to see how good the Raiders really are. Because I, I think the Rams are going to be a really good team. I think Stafford's his confidence is going to be sky high from having that Super Bowl. And he's going to try to prove – he has a chance to submit his legacy with all his stats if he can go and get another one. So I think he's going to be hyped. He's going to be ready to go. And uh, but I think it will be a limits test game for the Raiders. But it, that, that, I think the Rams are just going to be – they're going to dominate the NFC because I don't even know a team that's really close to them over there, besides the Bucks. And just, yes. just, that's just because they have Tom Brady. I, don't, I have no other reason than that. They got Tom Brady, so Tom's right. going to gonna figure it out. Third year in the system. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> that's probably why I came back. Tom's like, up, like, man, I mean, it is my third year in the system, though. <laughs> Maybe I should just make sure that nobody, trying to get the 800 touchdowns in my career, make sure nobody passes any of my records. So
1: Yeah, really, gosh, this guy. Single minded, I guess that's why he's one of the greatest, or the greatest, really.
0: Yeah, like, yes, he has 700 by now. Some are crazy. All
1: right, um, here I'm about to actually kick it to commercial break, real quick, okay, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll do a video breakdown. Here we cool. go.
0: Everybody, it is your boy Marcus Johnson. We are back. We got another brand that is working with us that we want you guys to support. So, check this out, he's a Raiders fan owner as well panda supplements you got discount code 35% off discount code TDL for 35% off now what is panda supplements panda supplements is your typical nutritional supplements with it's a lot of different flavors everything is natural right so you're getting your you know, you get the proteins you got the green drinks you got the you got the, uh, the free workouts whatever you want we got that with Panda supplements, so make sure you check this out. One of my favorite ones, the Sleepy supplement. This one helps me get some sleep because I don't sleep doing these films. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I do these all night, so I need some help getting to sleep. I hate my Panda supplements. One of my other favorite ones right here is the Greens, right? The Green superfood, get you some immune boosts, right? You know what I mean? Laser focused, digestive enzymes. You know what I'm saying? Help everything. Get better down here as well. So, you know, it's a whole lot of things. We got some focus as well. So, go ahead and check out the website. Like I said, Panda Supplements, discount code TDL for 35% off. Check it out.
1: All righty. All right. uh, So, Marcus, I'm about to jump into uh, Matthew Butler right now. Okay.
0: Give us a little defensive tackle play. Get in the trenches here, guys
1: in the trenches a little bit. Let's see what I got here. All right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, so I'm about to go over, you know, a little teaser, Matthew Butler. This is probably the only breakdown I'm going to do of his. Um, So first first things first, let's talk about the upside Matthew Butler has. As a pass rusher, this is really where I think he slots into this defense early on and gets some playing time. As a situational rusher, we see him here. He's at three technique, okay? And I love it when he stunts. He does a great job switching gaps with some lateral movement, okay? And we just see the penetration that he's able to get into the backfield, I think, paired with Crosby, paired with Chandler Jones, getting that kind of penetration. This is a quick game. Okay, ball's out quick, but being the most explosive rusher here on this play, I think, you know, paired with some really good defensive ends, that prevents the quarterback from stepping up into the pocket. Here's another one. Okay, again, working laterally, and you see him here when he gets a one-on-one, okay, he's able to use kind of, I would say, above average upper body quick twitch And we see that here. Okay, quick wins when he can win immediately. Bam. Okay, he can get great pressure again. Quick game. So the ball's out, but it this does have an effect on the quarterback. Here's another one. Okay, we get rip through. I like I like how busy the hands are initially. Rip through, get around that corner. We see a little bit of bend here. We see a uh, a little bit of ankle mobility and flexibility to turn that corner. You know, so he he has some ability here to rush the passer. Here's another one. Okay. I just think the explosiveness laterally mixed with some decisive moves and being able to give pressure on the quarterback. Are these sacks here? No. But he's going to be playing with a lot better players. He's going to be playing in the AFC West where you got guys like Patrick Mahomes Russell Wilson would like to hold on to the ball and not get just get the ball out quick. You know, um, I definitely think that, again, as a situational rusher, okay, here's another one, stunting, moving laterally, okay, we're going to get a twist. Defensive tackle, one technique goes to the A-gap, opposite A-gap, three technique goes to opposite A-gap, okay, we got a little twist here. No wasted movement, puts a foot into the ground, okay. Flushes that quarterback out of the pocket. It should be a low light, but it was a touchdown, so I took that touchdown out. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I like him, but here's really the problem, okay, that I have. Here's my here's my knock on him as a pass rusher. When his first move doesn't work, he's, you're not going to get anything out of him, okay? H- here he is. He gets doubled. He gets stoned. There's no urgency to spin inside hunt move, okay, Fight. Through. it's just, we're just getting stymied. And that's something I noticed a lot on his tape. First move doesn't work, and he's not really bringing much extra. We don't. I don't see him able to string moves together. Here's another example of that. Kind of just like, oh, I got blocked here. I got a jump set. I really wasn't expecting that. I'm just going to run, I guess, at the quarterback. Like, we got to detach here, you know spin inside get detached get your hands off get his hands off of you we just i I don't i constantly don't see that in his game so that's that's a question mark i have about matthew butler um i guess this is another example right here okay of the hands he just doesn't have anything after that He, he goes for that little snatch trap right it doesn't work. What What does he have afterwards? Are we Are we going to get anything else? Are we going to get a rip inside? Are we going to get anything? So I guess that's really my gripe on him. Now, as a run stopper, it's, a, it's an it's interesting tape for Matthew Butler. Here he is. He's in a four eye technique. He's going to um, stunt inside, and when he's getting penetration, he can be a very effective run player. Okay, I think play this, if this is how he's going to be used, I'm all for it. And uh, I would really welcome that kind of a uh, style of run stopping. You see him there on that stunt. Here's another one where he gets, again, laterally stunting into the backfield. This is a game that they're running. Okay. He bubbles this. Now the ball carrier has to bounce, gets that penetration. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Where he makes himself skinny. fights through this. Gets that penetration into the backfield. I think one on one, if he, as long as his pad level is right, he can take on one. He can take on blockers one on one. So I, you know, I have no issues with him there. He, he's going to be playing one technique here, or zero technique rather, here on this rep. Okay, again, penetration, penetration. Now this really, this is really the, The play that encapsulates Matthew Beller the best, in my opinion. Okay. Great get off. Watch the get off. Okay. He's the first defensive lineman out of his stance. Okay. Enough burst explosion. He just catches this guard. This guard is completely blocked. Look, everyone else is blocking shoulder to shoulder. This guard's all the way in the backfield. He's blowing this play up, right? Okay. But look at his pad level. You see what I'm saying, Marcus? Mm -hmm. Pad level so high, he cannot change directions. So really, he should have blown this play up. He needs to be low. He needs to be able to detach and sink his hips, detach, get off this, and make this tackle against this ball carrier, okay? Beat this guy at at least, at least make an effort. But because he's so high, he can't even make an effort. It's taking him forever to react. So we have some good here. Great get off, great burst, great explosion. Bad pad level, bad ability, change directions. That's really what we see from Matthew Butler, you know, um, in in the run game when he's asked to take on guys one on one. Okay, if the pad level is too high, and you see you see look pad level is high, he's going oh let let me let me lower let me let me sink my hips a little bit, wasting movement, not detaching. Okay. Get, he can he can get blocked out and I'm not sure that guy that guy was blocking him is an NFL player even okay um you know so I, I just think it's a, he's a little bit of a sloppy guy in terms of his technique it's really everywhere um you know where his eyes are so I, I'm not super high in him when it comes to, to stopping the run here's one example so I think that it, it is in him. Where he's got to take a guy on, get his eyes on the ball carrier, detach, get in on a tackle, but he misses the tackle, of course. So that's all I got uh, from him there. All right.
0: I, so basically, you know, a fifth round defensive tackle. All right.
1: Yeah, it's. <laughs> I I don't want to bash him. I, I like the potential for sure. Yeah, I like the potential. Yeah. The things that you can't teach. He's six foot four. He's 300 pounds. He's got great get off. You know what I'm saying? Those things are there. When I first watched him, I was like, maybe he's new to playing defensive end or defensive tackle. Maybe he's like a former defensive end who's playing inside because I noticed his eyes were everywhere. There's a couple, you know, I ended up not putting him into the breakdown, but it's like the ball is like clearly over there. And he's like running the opposite direction, stuff like that. So, you know, I just I questioned some things about his game. But you can you can improve in those areas. You can't improve being big and fast and strong like he is. So I definitely see the potential there. Um, and it sounds like Cleveland Farrell is not going to be playing in t- on the defensive interior based off of some comments that he made during an interview. So really, outside of that one technique, because that, that one technique, zero technique, the nose tackle, that's Jonathan Hankins and Neil, Neil Farrell, okay? Vernon mm-hmm. Butler, the six foot um four, three hundred and thirty pound guy that is coming over from Carolina, yeah. he's not he's not making this team.
0: That's right. Okay? I was about to do say that.
1: He he's not making this team. So the uh, but the other spots, the other defensive like interior defensive spots, mm-hmm. okay, the, that's wide open. That is any any guy on this roster. I'm gonna go through the through the names right now. Okay, literally any of these guys I'm about to name, it could be. Matthew Butler, Andrew uh, Andrew Billings, mm-hmm. Bilal Nichols, Kyle Pico, uh, Kendall Vickers. All of these guys have a shot at, at getting that spot there, really. You know, even the uh, Myron Tagovailoa-Amosa guy, he's got a spot. Yeah. there. Or, or, I mean, he's going to be in the mix there. I don't know if he has a shot, but he's going to be in the mix at, at one of those spots, too. So that's really going to be the biggest defensive um, tackle battle. The position, yeah. uh, position group battle is going to be the defensive tackle battle outside outside of one technique. So yeah. M- Matthew Butler, shoot, he he's got a chance because I didn't name any great guys. I mean, no, know. he does have a chance. He's he got a chance to play a lot. Below.
0: Yeah, he does have a chance to play a lot. Um, I-, I was asking, what do you think of Andrew Billings? Just real quick, give your quick thoughts. Have you done any watch on him at all? Or no?
1: Yeah, so I watched two games of yeah. him early on when they signed him, and then they mm-hmm. saw Bilal Nichols. And then they signed Vernon Butler and then they signed, you know what I'm saying? So I watched, this is like far back, right? And I remember yeah. being like disappointed in, when I, with what I was watching with Andrew Billings and then like progressively getting more and more disappointed. So he's not great, but he's like better than these other guys, in my opinion, right? Uh, I just think he's a little undersized for the scheme, you know, yeah. and and um I was surprised seeing him not be like a really dominant run defender because that's what I remembered Andrew Billings in college was a dominant yeah. run defender, right? Um, so I was I was a little surprised honestly seeing that that really like you can't really that's not his calling card necessarily. So I question, questioned like what is Andrew Billings like actually good at like does he how can he make an impact? And yeah. so really he just be he just be a guy in there. You know I'm I'm not as certain that he'd make an impact. One guy I will say. Has a chance who's interesting to me, Kendall Vickers. Is this my how many years am I gonna talk about Kendall Vickers on this? Yeah. Okay. It, sh- should I stop? I'm just saying he's still on the roster. He survived multiple defensive coaches. Does, yeah. You know, not a lot of guys survive survived going from um, Gunther to Bradley. And now we're going from Bradley to Graham, and Kendall Vickers <sighs> is still on the roster. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, potential.
0: He's got potential. Is are we already seen some of his potential? That's why they, they. I mean,
1: I don't even know if he's got potential. But looking at looking at the the depth right here, this is is really not anything to you know write home about the defensive tackle depth on the Raiders right now. It's Just a bunch of unproven mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. So it's anyone's battle, including Kendall Vickers. Do you think that you think that's more of like a
0: a scheme thing? Like because I can you know Graham he loves to work defensive line, he he's a defensive line coach, probably feels like he do more stunts and stuff inside to create pressure.
1: You know, it's it it's interesting to me because when I'm watching him against even I'm watching the Giants defense against Kansas City. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Kansas City guards and centers just blowing these defensive tackles, these uh Giants defensive tackles off the ball, creating these huge running lanes, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what his deal is with like saying, we I don't need great talent on my defensive line, you know, but certainly Neil Farrell will help with that. And when you have like guys on the edge that you do with Crosby and Chandler Jones, um, I guess maybe you can just rotate a bunch of these guys in and keep them fresh. I don't know if that's maybe part of it as well. Just having a big okay. rotation. Cool. We'll cool. see. We'll see. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, last thing everyone stop up Brian Edwards got traded
1: uh
0: Keenan Cole is coming over as well they signed Keenan Cole uh so we can talk about that last before we get out of here Edwards trade Brian Me. Edwards
1: Brian Edwards you said you like him in this offense as a blocker I yeah. don't know if or when you ever said Yeah, I don't know when you ever said you liked him for this offense as far as, like, winning outside. Can you elaborate on that? Is, is there a scheme fit problem here, perhaps, that people need to understand?
0: He, 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 has, he struggles with press, and that's a big thing for them. Um, if you listen to Michael Lombardi yeah, talk about wide receivers, he talked about them, basically, the whole route tree. He's like, if you, if you can't get off the line, it doesn't matter if you can run routes. Right. You know, so they replace – Brian Edwards with somebody that can get off the line because that's what Keenan Cole does. Well, is he can beat press pretty good? Can he catch? That's a different story. He's basically like Nelson Aguilar without being Nelson Aguilar. He's basically a poor man's Nelson Aguilar, right? That okay, to, in my opinion, right. But Keenan right. Cole kind of fits the same role because he, he can win deep. Um, he also yes. um, is is a pretty good route runner too. He's not a great route runner, but he he can beat. The average corner in the NFL, so, you know, not every corner in the NFL is amazing Jalen Ramsey player, so when you have a guy like him who could beat the average guy, um, when you have some players go down, it won't be as bad when he comes in, so I, I think he's he's a good depth, very good depth player, definitely should be the fourth wide receiver on this team, but I don't expect the fourth wide receiver to get that many targets, so that's why I think it's a good fit, and if Edwards does develop into somebody who gets those targets, that's great for him, because now he might have a better opportunity for that there because over here he's not getting them.
1: Yeah, he's not going to get him anyways. You know, um, he, he wasn't going to get him, So, the, the I mean, the other thing is, it's a great opportunity for him. I mean, Brian Edwards should be uh, through the through the uh, roof on this. Mm-hmm. He gets to go play with Marcus Mariota. He already knows him. Sure, Marcus Mariota might get replaced at some point. Yeah, I'm not, not saying he won't. But for right now, it'll probably be Marcus Mariota to start start the season off, and so he already has that connection there. And they they're missing Calvin Ridley. Uh, It's Calvin Ridley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Calvin. I mean, they got Drake London over there,
0: but I mean, they don't have. I mean, they have Pitts and London, but they don't have like Pitts, London.
1: You know, London's coming off of off of a thing, off of a foot, right, or a knee, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Foot injury, foot. So, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for Brian Edwards. Here, and here's the other thing, too. We can talk about Brian Edwards. We can talk about the, the, um, the draft. We'll probably touch on that at some point in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all this stuff. But if this, if this front office comes in, they evaluate and they go and say, hey, look, maybe Vegas isn't the right place for this guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, not to say anything about bad about the guy's talent level, his ability on the field, yeah. but m- maybe Vegas isn't the right scene for him. right? So that could also be something that is, is playing an uh, effect on some of these conversations and some of these moves in front office. It's about getting low-maintenance guys, and maybe they ascertained at some point that Brian Edwards doesn't fit into that. Not, not speculating on Brian Edwards, but any of these moves... Before we start going so far into, like, oh, he sucks and, you know, this and that about the player, maybe it just didn't work out for him in Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I don't think it's a coincidence that this happened after they had the little minicamp thing start. I mean, yeah, obviously, sure. there's some kind of, you know, some kind of evaluation that went there. that decided that they, they can move on, and they got to bring in Keenan Cole because that, that all happened after those practices started. Yes. So you know, just put two and two together there with that. You got yeah. But, you know that's that's what's Keenan Cole. He can he's basically poor man's Nelson Aguilar. I mean, it's best way to describe him. He's really nothing. Doesn't need to be. Doesn't really need to break down or anything like that. I probably do something on the side because I am doing some Zach Wilson stuff, and I am not gonna watch Zach Wilson for nothing. Um, he, even though his, his that, that Bucks game, man, he actually finally let it rip. He's, he finally got over being scared from the Patriots game. Man, he looked pretty damn good. Zach Wilson. Huh? Yeah, but okay. he, he he is he is he runs out of the pocket a little too much, so he's just trying to be Patrick Mahomes type.
1: I dude. really I don't want Zach Wilson to be good, mostly because I live in you know the Tri-State area. Yeah. I know Jets fans. Okay. <laughs> Jet fans. Jet fans. That's how you not Jets fans, Jet fans is what you okay. what you say. I don't know why. I okay. know Jet fans. Okay. <laughs> and I love talking trash to about Zach Wilson. So if he if he's good that's bad for me and just like my social circle, honestly. So that's why I'm yeah. rooting against him. That's, the Jets aren't a- ready to be good. The Jets aren't ready to be good, but I think he has a chance <laughs> to be really
0: good. It, it, if okay. he kind of makes that game consistent, but um, yeah,
1: man. Um, anything go. else? Well, I, I feel like there was a couple other things, though, with the Raiders that um, have happened, right? Besides Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. We talk about Mark Davis' thing. Mark Talk about is. the is schedule. Uh, All right. Anything um, else that you want to bring up before we get out of here, bro? Uh,
0: no. Um, where's going Uh, I'm be doing some uh Patriots offense stuff with Matt Jones, and doing some um going over some of these schemes and some of these plays in depth. So be on the lookout for those. And then I'm starting my quarterback breakdowns for the the members. Um. So we can see some other quarterbacks in this NFL. We're starting those probably start off with about you know I got Zach Wilson ones, Justin Herberts, maybe do some Justin Fields out there. So you know we gonna mix those in and uh, just be on the lookout for those those this summer guys keep you that summer content because you know we're, we're kind of in dead football season now um, unless something crazy happens you know so you know just a lot of reviews and you know typical yeah. taped on live stuff so.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'll probably put up a couple games. Patrick Graham uh, okay. against uh, AFC West opponents. Okay. You know, so we'll. Uh, I'll probably look at that at some point in the next, you know, month or so. I got, I got. There's two videos right now uh, for tape grinders only. Neil Farrell full game against Alabama, dominant performance, and then also I got Matt Butler against Kentucky full game. Uh, for premium audience only right now, those are yeah. uh, released, too. So uh, got, while um, you're waiting. Sorry,
0: my, my bad. as well, I got Bryce Brown versus LSU on there, every single carry versus LSU. So that's every single play, His, every single block play, every single run. Um, my bad, Oregon. Sorry, not LSU, Oregon. So him against Oregon, every single run,
1: all 13 carries. Britton so, Brown. Britton Brown. Britton right? Brown. yeah. yeah. Bryce, Bryce Brown, Bryce Brown. I was like, wait a minute. Is that another? <laughs> Britton Brown. Yeah. Britain Brown. So, yeah, I got every uh,
0: uh, carry for him, too, as, as well. That's on the uh, tape watchers. So that's 9 99 Go ahead and join that as well, guys. So, make sure you hit the join button and uh, support the channel that way as well. We really appreciate everybody who already has supported the channel and really keep those members only content for you guys. So, all right, I mean, BDW is all I got, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, slow it. season, guys. Right. Try to give you the best stuff that we got, but hey,
1: you know. Fifth-round pick, defensive tackle breakdown. Hey, you heard, you saw it here at TDL, okay? Make sure <laughs> right. you follow us on Twitter, myself, at BDWilliams18, uh, Marcus, I, 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 at we'll, the Mark John NFL. Go ahead.
0: Last, last but not least, before we get out of here, any undrafted guys, have you looked at any of them, and do you feel like any of them would, would have a shot to make this team? you have watched.
1: So I am gonna get into Isaiah Mao next. Okay. Yeah. So the more I watch of Graham's defense, I'm really questioning who's gonna play that other safety spot. Okay. If it's Duran Harmon, I'm I'm gonna be upset. Um <laughs> you know if Dallin Levitt is still on the team, I'm gonna be upset. Okay, so okay. I see I see where Jonathan Andrews is gonna play. He's gonna play on the second level, they're gonna get into dime. They're gonna do all these things. He's gonna play on the second level primarily. I see it, okay. Mm-hmm. But that other safety spot—that's what I'm confused about right now. So I'm a little worried. And you know, Isaiah him out—he's a safety, so and, you know, maybe he figures into that equation. So I'll probably—I'll I'll watch him. Um, I gotta look—I gotta look at, at the list because none of, none of the guys on the list really jumped out to me. And um, you know, I watched uh, the Notre Dame guy. I watched Quinterio Cole. What what school did he go to? That safety. Oh, I think I, I wanted to say Georgia, but I don't think that's it. No, 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 no. He's, no. He's like Troy or something like that. It's like a oh, small okay. school. Okay. Um, I forget. I watched him, and he's not making the roster. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine. But, um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if any of these guys really have a have a good chance. If I do find a guy though, I'll. I'll yeah. That'll be the first thing I do. Bring him on t- TDL. Have you watched yeah, all the yeah. U- UDFA's yet? You watched them all? No, no. I, I oh, watched okay. Trey Turner. I read Straight Turner. I was like, oh,
0: he's not getting. He not made the team. He already got cut. So, kind of made sense.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll let some of this settle down a little bit here first. You know. Yeah. Before I start jumping into, look, if you if when, when you start watching UDFA's, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is how you know you got a problem. I, I would say this <laughs> just like.
0: But um, <laughs> we we do the, the 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 teams with the the best uh, yeah, undrafted free agent classes. Oh ever. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. Twitter, like, come on, dog, man, you're looking for content at this point. My wow, favorite the is best. The I, like, how do you even know that?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> this you is, is like this is my team. With my favorite guys. college players. No way, no way. You did not watch all those guys. My Show favorite them college them. players countdown. My favorite is when people go like literally the day after the draft, they start like getting ready for the 2023 draft. Like, all right, you gotta come on, man. What are, what are we doing right now? You know, that's too much. That's too much for me.
0: I know, man. All right, guys, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Tape Don't Lie. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at B D Williams 18, and we're out of here. Peace.